I watch GQ 10 Essentials like religiously, even if I don't know who the person is. It's because I'm, I'm so nosy. I need to know what people are like doing. I really like that series. I should watch the Justin Min one came out. It was pretty great. I saw part of that. I watched it on Instagram. Oh, wow. It's been 10 minutes since I started recording. Sorry, I'm eating this taco. We can start. All I've done is eat tacos and talk about nothing that pertains <laughs> to what we're supposed to be talking about. Talk about YouTube? Yeah. I mean, I think that's okay. I think that's like part of it at this point. Our format's completely changed. <laughs> yeah, we don't even mention. What if we just talked for an hour and didn't even mention the movie and then we're like, you can find us at Tipsy Dare. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be, be good. You should cut this out. A bell. Refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Oh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. Just a sip might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not and an excellent vintage it is too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir. Okay, I'm yep. ready. I finished my taco. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome to Tipsy Terror, a podcast. I'm Molly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Harish. I'm Sam. Yeah, and we watch and horror movies. Our formats completely changed during the pandemic, but that's fine. You know, nothing really matters. I mean... This is also... Me and Samantha are kind of tipsy. Yeah. Tipsy. I'm not because I have homework I need to do. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was supposed to take a midterm today. God damn it. Uh, I think the audio. Um. Oh, it's it's my thing. God damn it. Hang on. It's my headphones. My headphones are. Harish is a mess. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I'm now fine. that fucking song stuck in my head. Sorry. Anyway, it, Sam, imagine how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about uh, what's it? corpse? Look up corpse. Anyway, we're not going to talk about this anymore. Okay, no, corpse. We have like to shut it down. The corpses <laughs> that we saw in the movie that we watched. Ah, the, hey, I guess they're corpses <laughs> reanimated. They're not even. You know, you don't really even see corpses. There's like. So yeah, I mean, there's a few dead corpses before they get reanimated. Sure, I guess. It's not like the other movie where they just go straight to demons. <laughs> Sure, um, I guess. Anyway, this is uh, e- Evil Dead <laughs> yeah, from 2013, no the reboot of by Fede Alvarez. By yeah. Fede Alvarez, who, who did Don't Breathe, which Don't we have Breath. covered. Don't yeah. Breath, which we covered, also starring Jane Levy. That's yeah. her name, right? 2013 reboot of the Evil Dead series. We're continuing our series on Evil Dead We're for October. It. Yeah, this is the last one. Um, <clears throat> it's been a wild ride, y'all. Yeah. So, how evil can the dead get? Like, honestly, I mean, this one shows pretty darn evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty gruesome, these guys. Yeah. Also, it was it was scary. It was. I warned you. <clears throat> I thought it was scary. <laughs> I sat down to watch it, and I was like, you know what? This is scarier <laughs> than I thought. Dude, it did you gonna watch the next fun Evil Dead movie? Gonna have a ball. <laughs> Yeah. No. Um, everything about Evil Dead 2 that's like fun and silly, this movie is like reverse Uno. We're going to make <laughs> right. it like horrifying and not a good experience. Yeah. Make you scream while you're watching. Not, not scream like, ah, but like, ah. 
that's how I feel about this whole movie. It's just like one big like, ah. Right. I um, read this article about like abject and what abject horror means. And ever since I read that article, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I wish I hadn't. Because every time I watch a horror movie, I'm like, yep, that's abject. That's what, abject, what baby. Is it? What Explain is that horror? for our listeners. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, abject for is the like, dumb um, listeners who don't know what that is. <laughs> oh not my for, God. Not, I'm like, not, for, not for us. <laughs> who knows? No, no it it's like um, gory, bloody, like bodies. Ah, and, like slimy okay. and gooey. That's like one of them. And then there's like boundary violation is a big part of abject. So, well, like, this one k- nicks both of those. And then there's like the whole abject mother, which is like a big um. The theme. abject mother? Yeah. Mommy, is I'll send you. Um, if you guys want, it's a good read. It I'll was like read about it. the movie Alien. Um, I'll send you the PDF. Yeah. But um, yeah. <laughs> every time you. I have watched a movie since then, we did like our whole big um. I'm in a horror movies class, and our whole big thing is like we do the uncanny, and then we do the abject. And my teacher was like, every horror movie has either the uncanny, the abject, or both. And she said, once you start noticing it, you won't be able to turn it off. And I was like, okay, Linda, I'm sure. And and sure enough. <laughs> yeah linda what so a I genius feel, so this is an example of abject horror for sure or, yeah oh my god yeah it was great so anyways would, this doesn't matter well, what i'm saying let's so talk about the movie would in evil dead 2 like the mirror scene would that be uncanny yeah 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 because yeah, it's like uncanny. doubling and repetitions and like mirrors are uncanny nice cool yeah, so this is the reboot of the Evil Dead series from 2013, um, which is, like, produced by Sam Raimi. And yeah. he, like, picked, uh, like, the director yeah. and stuff. So, like, definitely was involved in, like... Like, this was whenever... I, rem- I remember the marketing for this movie. And um, the the marketing said, like, from the producers of the original. And, like, their whole thing was that the producers were finally getting to make the real horror that they were hoping for yeah which yeah i i guess they probably like yeah that's probably true to a certain extent but also part of me feels like sam raimi wouldn't have made this movie if he had the resources anyways you know what i mean like i I think if he was like the director this would still have turned out very very different if i went in expecting like a remake from the produce from the original creators this is not but I would not like to, be happy with this movie. To you know? be fair, it was also marketed its whole logline or not logline, like poster line thing, whatever it's called, um, was uh, the most terrifying film you will ever experience. So like, it's right. not like they they were very upfront because we should watch the trailer. <laughs> My <laughs> friends and I were obsessed with the trailer. Um, the trailer's terrifying, so you know what you're signing up for whenever you watch it. Like, it, it does not, like, hold back on telling you, like, hey, this is fucking, like, gonna be disgusting. Right. Um, so, like, yeah, I guess there's that, but, like, I don't know. This is... It's cool that Sam was involved, but, like, it's also not a very Sam film. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Because even we've seen Drag Me to Hell and stuff, like, like, where he has budgets, and it's a good horror movie, but, like... He still has that, he still like, does, like, quirky little... like, cheesy effects. Yeah, like, he has that Sam Raimi-ness to him. Right. Yeah, this movie scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I, like, don't want to go camping. <laughs> right. You know what's funny is when we were watching this movie, I had the active thought of, oh, God, I was supposed to... Like, because remember how earlier this year I was trying to, like, get a cabin thing organized yeah, yeah. before COVID? <laughs> 
And I remember, I thought like, oh God, I'm so sad. I want to be in a cabin with my friends. Absolutely. The fuck not. Not, not now. Not ever. Honestly. After <laughs> yeah. All this. Molly, this was, this was your first time watching it. Yeah. 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 Harish, how about for you? How many times have I made you watch this? I've seen it like twice. Twice. I think. Yeah. I know we've watched it together once before. I've seen this movie probably more than five times. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause I saw it in theaters. Um, yeah. my friends and wow. I <laughs> were obsessed with this movie. We went to like, I think a midnight release for it. And, um, we, <laughs> the funniest thing is I knew nothing about evil dead. We just saw the trailer and we're like, that looks fucking terrifying. Let's go. Um, oh we, in our, in our English. So like at my school, you had this, we had the same English teacher for like the, like not my freshman year, but my sophomore, junior, senior year, I had the same English teacher and we hung out in her class all the time and stuff. We loved her. And we had these computers in there and we would not stop changing the background of the computers to like, you know, like how when Jane Levy's like the the demon and she's like peeking up from the cellar door um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's got like her demon face. Uh, there's a specific shot from the trailer that we would not stop changing the co- school computer backgrounds to. And then we That's log awful. off and leave it for the next That's person. That's awful. <laughs> I would have hated you. <laughs> <laughs> we loved it. It was so much fun. But um, oh my god! Yeah, I, I've I've always liked. I still think this is a good movie. I like. I really do like yeah. this movie. I it's very different. It's a different kind of love. But I I, I love this movie. And uh, something that has been confirmed by the director is that it's it's definitely not a remake. It it does follow the first movie. Um, it follows Evil Dead and. There are like coincidences, like stuff in this movie that happens also in Evil Dead, and something Fede Alvarez, the director, said was that the coincidences on events between the first film and mine are not coincidences, but more like a dark fate created by the Evil Dead book. Oh, the evil book. oh yeah, because they, the book has those pictures and so yeah, like, which. The book itself, I guess it like I bu- I buy into that and I like I like that honestly. Right. But like, I don't know the discovery of the book and like the timeline of them owning the cabin. Is, that doesn't line up to me. Yeah. So I don't really. There are some questions, but yeah. I could list a couple of things that I'd be like, all right, Fede, like, well, give me some answers. So here. so the movie opens with this one girl in the woods. Yeah. And you're like, it's she's stressed, pressed, <laughs> and running for her life. It's creepy and something like is in the shadows and then she gets like bonked or something or like snatched and like comes to they, like, in the put middle a bag of a over basement. her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they beat her and call her a bitch. Right. So I she's in the that. basement, which like never a good place to be. And there's all these other people. Right. And they're like, I don't know. I don't know what was going on. I, Just to be fair, staring. it's been a while since I've seen this. Yeah. It's same um there's a bunch of dead cats hanging uh in the room one shot of i don't know why but the shot of the person who's like really burnt up looking with like the one white eye or whatever do you know what i'm talking about yeah Yeah. i don't know why but that really sticks with me (laughs) and there's like an old witch lady basically chanting shit who's chanting yeah and so the girl's dad shows up and she's like dad save me and the dad's like you're possessed well she's she's you killed mom yeah, oh, she's yeah. like, I want my mom. And he's like, you can't. You killed her. You right. remember? And this witch lady is like, okay, yeah, she's 
possessed. You can't save her. You got to just kill her. And she's all innocent. Yeah. And, and, she's and like, so dad, dad. And then she's like, I will eat your soul and like changes. Yeah. And then that's when you're like, I will rip your soul out. That's Wait, it. I can do effects on this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hello. Hello. Wait. Um, it's on Molly's <laughs> voice. Molly. Oh, no. Wait. What do I say? I will rip your soul out. Hold on. I will rip your soul out. No, oh, my God. Just, did it work? No, it didn't. It worked Hello? for me. Yeah. It's going to work I on the track. You guys can't hear it. I will rip your soul out. I will rip your soul out. Wait. Can we get that um, corpse guy to come do it? <laughs> corpse. If no. you're free. No. Um. So, anyways, the demons all. And then you're can like, you oh. Can you hear yourself? Uh, no. I heard an echo earlier. I heard her do it. It was cool. It was really cool. So then, like, the demon is all, like, you know, whatever, I'm evil, eh, ha, ha, ha. And then they set her on fire. Yeah. And then that's... Well, the dad shoots her and then sets her on fire. I think sets her on fire, then Mercy kills her. Oh, okay. I don't know. You gotta be cleansed with the fire. We find that out later. Yeah. Um... So, anyways, then it flashes, and then you got... So, okay, well, so from the opening scene, like, just the first shot, you're like, okay, this is not an Evil Dead movie as we expected. Oh, yeah. Like, because it's very... It's, yeah, it's, like, very modern (laughs) way of shooting where it's, like, very, like, um, close up and, like, the the camera, like, focuses and unfocuses because, like, she's dazed. It's well shot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I do think this movie is well very shot. well shot and like it's really interesting also, um, in terms of cinematography. Maybe we'll come across it again, but I just want to note that I think it's well edited too. Yeah. But we can keep going. But my question is when did that happen <laughs> in the timeline? <laughs> what do you Was mean? Was that Probably like what? Did that happen last week or yeah. did that happen like 100 years ago? Because their family owns Dude, I'm getting major deja vu. Have we talked about this maybe before? <laughs> there, yeah, we had this exact conversation. Trying to figure out when this happened. Family, <laughs> oh, the brother and sister. Their family owns that cabin, and they used to visit it. They have like belongings there, and like photos. Yeah, and, like, there's photos. Family stuff at this cabin that looks like it has not been inhabited since the 80s. Right. You know when Evil Dead happened. And but, also, Ash's car is there, which, wait, we'll see that later. Yeah, but, but, like, so there's, like, all this stuff, but, like, these people, these, this brother and sister are definitely younger than 30 in the context yeah. of this film. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, it had to have been, like, a couple years before, but, like, what were they doing there? How did this chick get possessed? Were, did they just break in like Ash did, you know? Like, what the, f- right. where, this cult of people who were doing it, where did they fucking come from? So wait, the original it, it was like it was just shot like the opening stuff like feels like it happened like back in the 1600s. I don't know why. Really? Yeah. I mean, it definitely but happened. That's not true. But then okay, then there's that fine whatever. But they left all of that stuff in the basement and the book was like barbed wire wrapped up. There was those hanging cats, everything. But like in the ev- if this happened before the Evil Dead, the Ash and them went in the basement and nothing was touched on about that. And the the book was in a different state 
and left differently and also like ash like you know sucked everything into a vortex but yeah so so like what the fuck so okay so the the then the hanging definitely i think the hanging happened recently or like not the hanging but the killing of the girl in the opening sequence i think that happens recently because when they go down to the basement the dead cats and stuff are still there yeah um so and also they had like i feel like they had modern guns i don't i just remember I a mean, shotgun it could have been and like a shotgun is a pretty old type of gun the 80, i think it was it, i don't know but also like that doesn't really do anything in the story so maybe okay maybe what happened was ash did his thing cleared everything came back to the future whatnot kind of set up like an alternate reality did not defeat the evil dad as we know and so what happened was her, their family came across it and in the new reality ash never came into the cabin with his friends and so all that stuff happened in the 90s and <laughs> their family hasn't been there yeah. or in the early 2000s and their family hasn't been there in all that time since they were children and so there's no way it happened in the early 2000s you know how i know that how that girl wasn't wearing a juicy velour tracksuit god just damn it impossible. you're no. fucking right i think so no damn that absolutely makes sense this is the only timeline i can accept no oh, okay well first off in the first movie they it said they got a good deal on the cabin so they rented it so they rented it out so it could be rented out from anyone that doesn't matter so i mean this family could that's way own. before this family would have bought it Maybe they bought it after the events because it was super like, cheap after many people died yeah, there. Yeah, the 90s. And then the the people at the beginning could just be random people using this house. But again, where does the cult happen? Not the yeah, cult, but the, like, where is this big community of people from? There's a community, yeah, which is strange. Who fucking knows, dude? I think, you know, I think we've like fleshed this out as much as people possible. Like yeah. trust. We yeah. fleshed this out. What we're getting here is there's no fucking answer. Thanks, Fede yeah, Alvarez. It's, it's just a... I mean, it just, like, sets up the tone for the movie. It doesn't really... Uh, like, it's not involved with any of the rest of the plot at all. It, I will is say, it? after... No. Kind of. Like, as vaguely. Just, just like the book and, the, like, the basement yeah. being weird. There's yeah, like, but you're right. Not, like... I will say, as... When I went and saw this in theaters when I was a, a, a wee teenager, mere 18 years old, um, I, uh, I lost my train of thought. I did not know anything about the Evil Dead. And so it was nice to have that opening because it yeah. kind of gave me a setup of, oh, so this is what's going to happen. Someone's going right. to, it's a possession, like possession thing. Yeah. And so like, it, it is good. It's, yeah. it's a good opener. It just doesn't really make sense if you know a lot about it. It also doesn't make sense in the timeline of this movie. Like, when were they there? <laughs> yeah. I think it was like... So, in my head canon, <laughs> it's two weeks before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yes. I figured it out. You know how um, Kate Raft has that uh, A Star is Born theory? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I think that this movie takes place in an alternate universe where 9-11 never happened. <laughs> That's yes. the only way. It's the only solution. So this happened on 9-11 and this it prevented 9-11. <laughs> okay. Moving so, on. So moving on. It's 2013. You know, we're living life. These people are driving to their cabin. It's just, I think it There's just picks people. up on the guy, the brother. Right. It's, um, it's, yeah. 
there's an upside down shot like what is his name the shot from the shining but upside down yeah it was cool what is his name it starts with a d david 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 yeah i want to do a shot for every time fucking she goes david in the movie (laughs) yeah do a shot every time you'll fucking die there's um okay so there's five people their names are david eric Eric, Mm. michelle um, Mia, 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 David, Eric, Mia, Olivia, Olivia, Natalie. and Natalie. Demon. Yeah, and if you take the first letter of each of those names, it spells out demon. I just knew that from back when I saw the movie because I read the IMDb trivia. Yeah. All right, I've had a really nice time doing this podcast, but um, I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> that was too much. <laughs> that's the that's the straw that broke me. Yeah. Anyway, so they get to this cabin and there's like some like, you know, uh, what's it called? Exposition. <laughs> they <laughs> they just do a bunch of exposition. Like, so the reason they're here is because they're um, David's sister, Mia, uh, is like an addict. Yeah. Uh, and she they're just there. So she's going to go cold turkey and then try to like have a recovery process and they're gonna they're there to support her yeah. her friend olivia olivia is a, a, a nurse a nurse a uh nurse practitioner i believe she says right yeah which here's something that bothers me about this and i don't know if you noticed this when you watched it molly or whatever but harish and i both kind of noticed it yeah. and i mentioned it he's like yeah i don't know do you? She has a weird complex about her job. Yeah, she like, does. Natalie is like, oh, the doctor, right? And she's like, uh, nurse practitioner, and like she like gets offended. And then like when Mia is like ready to go back, and she's like very much like I'm giving her the care that she would get. Like she's like very defensive right. about. They're like, we should take her to a hospital, and she's like, you're not gonna get better care in a hospital so than I'm like, giving her. It's clear that she's like self conscious about her like job and career, right. but I don't get that. <laughs> nurse practitioner is quite a respected. Pre- like position and takes almost as long as it takes to be a doctor it's, it's just weird. a different kind yeah. of job like nurse practitioners the nurse practitioners like i like when i was in school when i was in high school i wanted to be a nurse and my ideal job was a nurse practitioner because you make fucking like serious bank but you're not a doctor so you don't have right. to do like the doctor stuff yeah but like it's a good job. I don't know why they decided to give her a complex about it. Because if she wanted to be a doctor, she could have just picked that instead. It's the right. same amount of fucking school. Whatever. I think it's like two years less. But anyways, that was just my little tangent. Because I don't understand why they added that detail. It doesn't make sense. I didn't notice that about her. But there was something I noticed um, earlier but that day before watching this movie. I watched uh, that Last Night Gus episode of Psych. And <laughs> yeah. she's the woman from Last Night Gus. <gasps> she oh, is? Wow. What? Yeah. <laughs> Wow, I Amazing. would not. I did not notice that, <laughs> and I wouldn't have recognized her if I hadn't just watched it right. like then, and it like really threw me off. That's awesome. Oh. Um. Uh. So the necklace is there again. Oh like yeah, they a, bring the necklace in. A similar necklace, um, with a little magnifying glass at the end, and David gives it to Mia, and he says, "Uh, it's like made of some special mineral or something. Wood. That yeah, or wood <laughs> that's supposed to make your will stronger." Um, so that's the oh, setup. And we find out that their mom was sick and just recently died and David's kind of been absent for it. Yes. David's been absent for it. Also, Olivia tells David that they have already tried doing like a detox thing with Mia before. 
um and she like ran away and like um like went back to it or like Do maybe she her od yet? she overdosed yeah she, yeah, has she overdosed. overdosed later and then eric has that really fucking dramatic line where he's like your sister legally died <laughs> i'm sorry the eric guy i don't think he's a good actor in this eric, like he, yeah I, he's probably also, in other things where he's really good but first of all he's supposed to be the fool and he's a fucking like straight edge like doesn't have any fun but he's clearly like the fool type look at him but he's like boring and he's an asshole and he he just can't act <laughs> he's basically the um like in Shaun of the dead like her roommate her roommate's boyfriend <laughs> that's know? how he acts in this that's basically him but like <laughs> taken seriously like not played for comedy at all he's just like he he's just very obnoxious um and like is always like talking down to everyone <laughs> oh my god <laughs> And you know what? But he's like so serious all the time. He gets he he takes a fucking beating in this. Yeah, he. I mean, honestly, he doesn't deserve what he gets. What he gets, but but like, I just think that they. That's one of my things. Is like, I mean, I this movie's great and everything, but they didn't have enough fun. Like Eric should have been a fun character, and he sucks. Right. Even if he's the guy reading the book, objectively, it's like one of the more interesting storylines in the movie. Yeah. it, it's a waste. They could have like done oh. something and had him be like a little silly character, and he reads the book. But no, no, they just make him like, oh, genuinely interested. Right? And, fuck that. So, um, yeah, Olivia tells David that they've tried this before, and they don't like. They're basically saying they don't trust uh, Mia to actually s- stick with it. So, like, they are literally not going to let her go. And it also sets up that basically they're not going to trust her and uh, going to assume that she's lying. Yeah, whenever she, she says, says is not. Yeah. Fly. I will say later in this movie, I get why both sides are like objectively right. Yeah. Which right. I think is a super cool dynamic like, about yeah. this movie. I think that the setup for this, they did a pretty good job setting up. Because like, it's always so bothersome in a horror movie when you're like, just fucking leave. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, stuff, and uh, like, obviously they have the whole issue with the road flooding and everything. But like right, before but that, that, the setup to getting them there is like hard and complicated. And the whole yeah. time you're watching, you're like, yeah, I get it. I know why they're being like that. Right. So, like, and understand everyone's motivation and it all is like super tight and makes sense which is like really really cool right for a horror movie yeah um so uh yeah so that's the setup oh david's girlfriend's there natalie he she's with him also molly do you recognize natalie Mm -mm. she is one of the british men of letters that chick who like is like really heartless in supernatural do you know what i'm talking about you know, like the British Men of Letters. Oh plot. my god, that's her. Really? Yeah, she's like a CW gal. Like she pops up in all the shows and is always some fucking annoying character that I hate. Um, she's <laughs> in the Vampire Diaries and I hated her in that too. But anyways, that's Natalie. Oh wait, sorry, sorry. We have to go down this road a little bit. Um, when is Supernatural over? Uh, it just picked back up. There's probably less than ten episodes left of it, so I'd give it till the end of the year, maybe. Oh shit. I got to catch up because I'm, we got to. Yeah, gotta I'm still behind. I, yeah. It's a lot. Anyways, okay, back to it. Sorry. I don't know if you all know this from the multiple times we talked about it, but Sam and I watch Supernatural. <laughs> it's really embarrassing. It's taxing and I hate it. It is the most emotionally draining aspect of my life. I have to like really convince myself I have nothing better to do. <laughs> oh my God. Continue. All right. Where were so, we? Sorry. So they, 
Mia smells something dead and is convinced that there's something dead. She's like, has a weird smell, and they're like, oh, you're just, you're just and going through just, your shit, you know? Like all after she's like throwing away the last of her drugs, and she's like going through withdrawal. Yeah. Um. And but they find the basement, um, and find the trap door or the door to the basement, and then they open it up, go down there, and see all the creepy shit from the opening, um, all the cats hanging. And they find... Oh, and, like, on the floor, under the rug, is this big smear of blood. That yeah. yeah. Ooh. And yeah. they... Uh, I saw your notes, and it reminded me. Uh, they... As they're going down, David steps, and he's like, ooh, watch that step. And it's it's like, rotten. It's yeah. rotten. It's like, mm, I wonder what that's going to set up. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, Foreshadowing in my movie? <laughs> no. Never heard of So they go down there and they find all the fucking dead cats and they they find the pillar and he's like, something burnt here. And then you get like a little flash of that chick like in her demon form burning. I love yeah. it. Oh, it's just a little taste. Um, and then uh, here's <laughs> Eric's like, hey, look at that. And like point like he the whole time he's been down there, he like immediately sees it's just like wrapped in in like a trash bag and barbed wire sitting on a desk and in that whole fucking basement of wild shit he just happens to notice the like clump of barb like he's like right oh yeah what's that it's like <laughs> i'm sorry but the second there's like a bunch of dead cats in the basement like i'm out yeah i'm yeah. not gonna stay down there yeah. and i get why like the plot demanded that they stay there i get it but right like, Let's be real for a second. Let's say our friend group is there. We see a mysterious thing like wrapped in plastic and barbed wire. No one's fucking touching that, especially in like a dead cat room. Yeah, not happening. That, that would be just disastrous. Like, that's fucked up. Like, I don't care what we're doing there. If it's good reason or not, we'll go find another. F- Let's get an Airbnb and lock ourselves. Like, I'm not staying in that. Not happening, dude. Dude, has Airbnb ruined the cabin horror movie? Let's explore that. <laughs> well, there was that tweet thread that went viral about that guy who saw a bunch of, like, he thought they were Satanist items oh. in the Airbnb, and he was like, I was so scared, and the I had dream. to leave. dream. Let's go. Yeah. But um, I trust Satanists. It's fine. <laughs> right. um, uh, but they weren't even Satanists, so but it, uh, whatever. <laughs> they find all that shit, and they're like, okay, we're going to deal with this. And so... It flashes forward, and I think Mia's, like, walking around in the pouring rain because she's, like, dealing with withdrawal. She's she's just walking around in the rain, and meanwhile, Eric, fucking Eric, is downstairs, cuts open the barbed wire, like, (laughs) rips open the trash bag and finds the book bound in human flesh. flesh. It doesn't have the fun face on it. It doesn't have a face on it, no. Um, But he starts, like, going through it, which... Okay, I'll I'll admit. First of all, Harish would be the person. I would to do, do it. This. I would but open the book. Yeah. <laughs> if he was doing it, I would probably be looking over his shoulder, looking at it. Yeah. Like I'd be interested. If we yeah. found a fucking weird ass book, I'm gonna look at it. Okay, but let me preface it. Would you open the package to get to the book? Probably. Something okay. tells me maybe. But then also, like, if I found it in a room with dead cats bound in barbed wire, I probably, first of all, wouldn't assume it's a book. Yeah. No. And I'd probably just toss it and be like, I don't want to know. This could be like shit. Yeah. Because I wouldn't open the package, but I would open a book. It's yeah, just like I a block it. of cat litter. Yeah, like <laughs> bound in barbed wire. This is really disposable shit. So oh like, my god! I probably wouldn't want it unless, like, if we picked it up and I was like, "Oh shit, 
I think this is a book. <laughs> like, yeah. if you could feel it, I'd be like, oh, this, there might also, be a book in here. <laughs> those pictures are fucking cool. I'd want to look at the cool pictures. <laughs> and also, I'm sorry. Why is this movie pretending like tetanus doesn't exist? I know. Right. I was going to gloss over that. <laughs> we should gloss over the fact that they might get tetanus while they're being possessed. <laughs> right. Or alternate theory. It is in tetanus. In the universe where 9-11 never happened, maybe the tetanus virus doesn't exist either. <laughs> I think tetanus, well, I don't know. Maybe that's one of the side disappearances like in uh, like yesterday. Like how Coke doesn't exist in yeah. yesterday. <laughs> I need to stop making 9-11. You know what? I just pointed out a flaw in that. Um, You know how at the end they're like, um, what's Oasis? Common People by Pulp was the number one song. That song says have a rum and Coca-Cola. So it cannot be the most popular song if Coca-Cola was not a beverage. You better call the producers and ask for your Fucking, money. Yeah. I don't know where that why I you'd get paid for that, about this but for like months. <laughs> what? Maybe they did that on purpose. No. No. It's an oversight. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm anyway. so sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> Eric's reading the fucking book like a jackass. Yeah. He like flips a page and then cuts his finger and gets a nice paper cut and drips a little blood. Um, and then he sees a page where, so throughout this book, there's like, it's a printed book, but then there's also notes in the margins, like in red ink. Um, lots of like very scary. You hope it's ink. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you hope it's ink, but. Um, you sure hope it is, it's but very, you know it's not um basically a bunch of warnings um yeah yeah, yeah. i liked that part yeah of it. i thought I, that was really neat and they the, the bad words they scribbled out like you can't like the chant you have to say they they yeah. blacked it out yeah they scribbled out so he gets to a page where the the notes in the margin are don't say it don't hear it don't um read it no don't say it don't write it don't hear it and there's something scribbled out. So, of course, Eric is uh, is curious and grabs, like, he does the little Nancy Drew detective trick <gasps> where you put another piece of paper and then, like, rub in pencil um, and basically get a rubbing of the, like, indentation in the paper. And I would never, ever think of that in the moment. <laughs> right? Yeah. Me neither. I'd be like, oh, no, I guess I can't see the words. <laughs> right. Fuck, darn it. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, yeah. I'd be, like, also, on my way home. And then I'm like, god damn it. But I will say, though, what if, like, those words were probably inked in a long time ago? Yeah. And they probably weren't, they weren't done with, like, a also, pen. Also, the so book was closed flat. Yeah, so, like, it, it would have, like, it out. like yeah. they wouldn't have, I don't think it would have had that organic. If anything, when he scribbled it, he would have just gotten the pen indentations from when someone from scribbled it From the cover up. Out. Yeah, exactly. But it's fun. But, yeah, so he does the <laughs> trick. And, of course, because Eric's a fucking stupid idiot, Every time he gets to a word, like he scribbles out and gets a word and then says it and then continues and says the next word and then says the third word. Um, and it's like, it's, I think it's the, it's similar. It sounded similar to the prayer from the end of evil dead two. Um, cause like he says the word conda at one point and conda also was like, Something that she kept saying over and over in the other one. I also don't know if it's anything about Army of Darkness. I don't remember that. Right. Words it's that. different because we got excited and it wasn't the same. Yeah, it's definitely okay. different from the Army of Darkness words. Um, but 
anyway, he says it, and outside, Mia <gasps> is walking around in the rain, and we get the cool little demon, like, running through the forest shot. Um, and then it goes and it goes into her, and she gets possessed, I think. Or, no, 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 no. It hits her, and then she throws up. She throws up, right. Uh, and then, and then she, she goes in, and she's like, I got to get out of here. I can't be here. Yeah. Um, no, is that the point where she, like, sees herself as a deadite? She, well, okay. She looks in the she looks in there and sees, uh, uh, credit, Abomination Mia and um in the woods just standing there's like a glimpse oh, yeah, and then yeah. she runs inside she's like because that's what freaks her out she's like i can't be here uh in my notes it says uh she breaks through the window and steals the car yeah so she goes inside and they're like no we're not leaving mia like you're just oh, experiencing yeah. withdrawal and she's like no fuck that and then she like grabs her shit and then breaks into the window and steals right the car. and steals the car and then um but she's like driving really fast and then a like girl appears in front of her on the road. Mia. Yeah, so she like veers off and like crashes in a creek. Um one of my favorite oh, shots of this movie oh. comes up. What one of your what? My favorite shots. <laughs> or like shots like bits. Um so she comes to in the water and she's like, Oh like, oh fucking yeah. shit. And so she gets out and she's like going through and i think you can kind of hear like a mia going in the background right right and so she gets out of the water and she's like crawling and then she something catches her attention she turns around and looks back into the water and like you just look in and you see like the jeep or the car uh like crash into the water and you just got some like mud and like um like watery grass stuff right and then all of a sudden the mud lifts up and it was actually the back of abomination mia and it scares the shit out of you when you don't know it's coming <laughs> yeah so it was like it was like she was bent down like the whole peaceful shot this actress was like bent down was yeah. waiting and yeah. she comes up and it's like <gasps> that scared the fuck out of me right. in theaters yeah <laughs> anyway so, sorry i love that cool. part i know exactly where to look and expect it to come up every time <laughs> nice so she starts running away and that's when we get the tree scene <laughs> Oh God! The it's so new much worse. Recreation, it's worse. Yeah, it's so hard to watch. Um, I wanted. Damn it! I told. I told you we should look into this. I think they stop motion that. There's oh no yes. Um, apparently there is no CG used in this movie. So the because when we were watching it, and every other time I've been like, oh, they CG'd it and made it really smooth. Yeah. But when we were watching it this time, it's it's very stop motion stop motiony. Like you can kind of see it kind of like jumping, and then there's this one scene where you see her feet, and if you really pay attention when her feet are moving, that's when you can really tell. Like oh yeah. shit, they they stop motion that. Um. So Thank God, because I was about to say this is the only one that doesn't have stop motion, and I'm pissed about it. Right. But if it does have stop motion, I I. I'm pretty you sure the, they just yeah. have access to like you know better effects and makeup, so it just looks right. better. So on, even the deadites aren't CG'd like even a little bit. On Wikipedia, it, like it says makeup, yeah. it says uh, Alvarez, who has a background in CGI, also confirmed in an interview that the film does not employ CGI except for touch-ups. We didn't okay. do any CGI in the movie. Everything you s- will see is real, um, which was really they demanding. They possessed them for real. <laughs> this was a very long <laughs> documentary sh- shoot. <laughs> 70 days of shooting at night. There's a reason people use CGI. It's cheaper and faster. I hate that. We researched a lot of magic tricks and illusion tricks. Oh, that's great. Love that. Which is cool. So yeah, that like makes me like the movie more, honestly. 
Um, cause you cannot tell that it's not C- I mean, like it, it looks so realistic that you'd assume that it's CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, and like even the stop motion, like you can kind of tell it's stop motion if you're looking, but if you're not trying to pay attention to that, um, you just believe it as like how that thing moves. But I like it has something I hate about kind of two thousands like movies is all that CG. Yeah, I think it looks really bad a lot of the time, and I'm we're all big sluts for practical effects here at Tipsy Terror. <laughs> right, it looks like, super cool to yeah. like see a movie where like practical effects are used and it does look like as real as it would probably CG'd. Yeah, it just proves go practical. So this scene in this one, this version of the scene, uh, something I thought was interesting i mean kind of is that like in this scene it's a lot less like intentional like in the original it's definitely the trees are moving and like grabbing her and like but in this one she like it starts out by she trips and then like her hand gets caught in like a branch and then she like can't move and then like she then, falls and it chokes her because she like right. lands on it. She falls and it chokes her, and it's like you can tell as a viewer that it's the trees. It's but to- if you were like someone who was there, um, you'd be like, "Oh, it's just a coincidence," and she just somehow got herself caught. But then they start like binding around her. Yeah, and then they actually like tie like hold her down. Um, but I thought that was interesting because this is like a much more serious movie like they go for the like gritty realism um and make it like seem it's definitely like it's not cheesy at all because like in the original you could see that as like that's a cheesy scene um but in this one like since it happens like all coincidentally um it makes it feel more real Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah so <laughs> then she sees her abomination Mia again and then uh, that ghost girl she vomits a snake which is a tree branch it's like very thorny and yeah gross. Um, and then that like enters Mia um, and then there's like a scream and then uh, then you kind of flash to like her friends and her brother and they're like looking for her and they're like, Mia. Right. Yeah. And then they find her and bring her back. Yeah. But she's different. But she's different. So then is like, uh, there's probably some small things, but then it's the scene. So this scene is in the trailer. It's like the, po- it's like most of the trailer is this. And it's when David goes into her room. Yeah. She's like holed up in there in her bed. Like, in the dark you can barely see like just shadows of her face and david's like mia like are you good and then mia's like david we have to leave and then she's like whispering yeah. like as if people are like listening to her and she's like you have to get me out of here there's something evil and she's like very upset and trying to convince him like there's like it's very bad that we're here we should not be here like we need to leave and like i think that this is like peak acting for jane levy like it's so convincing that she is so fucking terrified right now and her like eyes are fucking like huge and she's just like she's so scared and like so the trailer what like a good majority of the trailer back in the day was that scene like that was i love that scene and she's just like begging him to bring her and he's like no you can't she's like please david 
And then he leaves. Yeah. And then she looks in the mirror. And, it's and there's the ghost her. girl. Yep. Terrifying. Uh, so David goes out in the... Sh- well, he goes looking for their dog, who is named Grandpa. Grandpa. What kind of name is Grandpa for a dog? The best one. Uh, <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> anyway, um, no, so he... You're right, hurry. <laughs> um, uh, he goes to the shed and finds that someone has brutally murdered this dog. Um, and he assumes it's Mia and goes to confront her. And meanwhile, yeah, uh, so the dog has been hammered to death. Um, and he finds like the bloody hammer. Uh, and then he uh, goes to talk to Mia and she's in the shower. And we see her in the shower, and the water is very hot. Setting uh, their water heater on fire. Huh? Yeah. And it just, like, yeah, oh. it's he, she turns it all the way up, so it's, like, so hot that the water heater is starting to, like, combust. Um, and then David is outside pounding on the door, telling her to, like, let him in. And, like, she... Like, the water is so hot that it starts to burn her and, like, melt her skin. Uh, and then David breaks in and, like, uh, like saves her. Uh, but then Eric remembers. He remembers. That the, he saw a picture in the book. And he yeah. goes to the book and it's, like, a girl pouring boiling water on herself. Right. So you're like, oh, it's it's one of the st- steps. It's a stage. <laughs> one of the stages. I don't know really what this means, which, but okay, it's in the book. But it doesn't happen in the original movie, so that's different. But um, so at this point, David's like, okay, I'm gonna get her to a hospital, and they try to. He gets her in the car, tries to drive to a hospital, and the bridge is flooded. Uh, God damn it. not as cool as in the original and evil dead Two, where the bridge is all curled up here. It's just like flooded. Yeah. Um, but he gets out to get a closer look. I don't know why. First of all, I, I noted this when we were watching it. There's like a little piece of driftwood. I don't know why, but I love that. note. They, they put the driftwood yeah. to just show you how deep and flooded it is. Right. But then he turns back to Mia, who's been like foaming at the mouth and shit. And she's like leaning back and she looks all miserable and stuff. But he looks back at her and she grins. She grins. She grins at him. Never a good thing. So they get back, um, and then the next major thing is that, like, uh, Mia comes out and is, like, uh, basically telling everyone, or, no, she, like, has, is she, like, in a weird trance? She comes out. comes in with a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She comes in with a gun, um, and then is in, like, a weird trance, uh, is that here? Uh, anyway, there's a demon voice that says you're all going to die tonight. Uh, and then Mia vomits in Olivia's mouth. And uh, they, like, lock her in the basement. But a fun fact, the demon voice that says you are all gonna di- going to die tonight is the, the, the voice actress is um, the actress who played Cheryl in the original movie who plays as a sister. I saw she had a credit and I was yeah. wondering where she showed up. That's awesome. That's really cool. She, um, uh, I think she's yeah. so pretty. I don't Cheryl know why Williams. I'm obsessed with her. 
she her line uh, is uh you will die like the others before you one by one we will take you um oh my god yeah <sighs> uh so this movie is like it's just gross like it, it's very in your face of like all the like gore and stuff is like very graphic and hard to watch um and there's a lot of scenes in here so like next um is olivia in the bathroom no 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 no. this was the worst part yeah this the whole scene is just like like what wild what happens to olivia is just like so ugh. like uh that like really like I I couldn't deal with it. But so oh. Olivia's washing her face or something and she looks in the mirror and it's her reflection but the reflection has like this weird grotesque creepy smile. Um and uh she like freezes or like she tries to walk out and then freezes. Um and she can't move and then like you see like pee coming down. Um like she pees her pants, but which we noted, we always talk about it. What the piss stuff? Why, why you gotta put it? Right. Why do you need that? I get, I I get that it's gross, but like there's no excuse at this yeah. point. Um, and then I think it cuts to Eric doing some shit. I don't know. Eric, he does something, and then he comes in like, I guess comes to check on Olivia and like opens the door. Uh, and, uh, he sees her, like, in the corner, like, facing the wall, and then he goes up to her, and she is, like, cutting her skin off her jaw. Oh, my God. Right? It's, it's just, like, really fucked up. She's just, like, has, uh, oh, so. She, it's, it's not even off her jaw. It's, like, Joker kind of slit. Yeah, yeah. Up, and then it was kind of yeah. peeling. She, so, um, when she saw the, like, creepy smile in the reflection, she punches the mirror. And then, so now she's using a piece of the broken mirror to, like, cut her face. Tricked her. Ugh. And oh, it's my God. foul. I hate it. It's so horrible um and so what oh so the reason she was in the bathroom was she was filling up a syringe um of like medicine for mia and so she stabs eric with the knife and the syringe um and like the needle goes under his eye and like oh she God. it breaks off it's so gross Ugh. um yeah it's it's like a horrible scene and then and then he like smashes her. He like grabs the, uh, like wait. Toilet. Did we note that he fell onto the toilet first? Cause that that's the hard part. I can handle watching her peel her face off. I can <clears throat> handle, you know, it's awful. But like her stabbing him like that. But that part in that scene where he slips and f- like hits his head. Hit, on he the doesn't toilet. hit his head. He hits his back. He lands uh. on his back on the. Huh! Go ahead. Do you want some treasured Molly Haynes backstory? You did not fall on the toilet. No, 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 no. It's not about me. Um, But when I was in elementary school, there was this filmmaker who made all of these anti-bullying films come into our school to make his next movie using kids from our school. <laughs> and we had to watch movies that he did. I, for, like, I forgot this happened. Um, <laughs> one of the movies we watched, 
it was this kid who was getting bullied and then they were like we're gonna give this kid a swirly and so they're dunking him over the toilet and they drop the kid and it was like kind of graphic (laughs) and it scarred me for life so any kind of like hitting the head on the toilet like using a toilet seat i can't i can't either it's awful there's just something particularly rough and i think i'm so scared of falling in the bathroom that that's why it gets me but there was definitely like a bloodshot for sure it's just but yeah watching eric slam into that toilet is the (laughs) hardest thing of that scene for me i can't do it any kind of movie where that for some reason people are always like slamming into toilets and um, i can see that kid getting swirled every time it happens <laughs> but yeah that's really rough and then so like he hits the toilet it breaks he gets the piece of it and he bashes her head in yeah and i'm gonna pee smushed. but you guys can keep talking yeah oh so God. i have like the heebie-jeebies <laughs> yeah my whole body like, and like head has oh. the tingles um so david walks in on eric and eric's like oh i had to do it she was trying to kill me um and then meanwhile um natalie is in the living room uh and uh she is is she or she in the kitchen not mia um natalie natalie is yeah in the kitchen i don't remember um, she, she cuts her arm with the electric knife. I just don't know how we get there. I think that's that part, though, right? Or is it not that yet? I think that's later because okay. the next scene, uh, what happens is basically Mia bites um, Natalie on the hand. Uh, so, like... Uh, oh, and that's how uh, she gets... Yeah, yeah. So electric. Natalie is, like, locked in the house. She, like, is trying to front door and i guess they're locked in um and mia is like she looks back to normal um uh but she starts shaking and then she says you don't understand he's not gonna let you leave and then he bites she she bites natalie on her hand like in between your thumb and index finger like that little pocket oh the good part yeah 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 the meaty <laughs> the meaty part of your hand part of the hand yeah and then just Honestly, like i get it it's like perfect bite size right yeah <laughs> right where you can get your teeth in because i mean you're either biting off a finger or like biting that part no biting absolutely. off a finger is way more work i heard is it true that it's the same as biting a carrot i uh, I, I think I have heard that, yeah, but I don't know if it's true. I just think we can't test it out because, like, the pain stops us from doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I definitely feel that, but I don't know. That's what's next in my notes. I don't know. I thought she bites her in the basement. Because after the basement scene is whenever she gets possessed and she's, like, cleaning it up. Because remember, I was, I point out, so later, Natalie, like, cuts off her arm. We'll get to it. She cuts it off because it's spreading from the bite. But remember, I was like, I don't get, like, why it's only spreading from the bite. Like, I get that it's, like, a reference. But, like, Mia had just, like, she was like, kiss me, you dirty cunt or whatever. And then she, like, does the throw up in her mouth thing. And I was like, I don't get why Natalie's cutting off her hand. Like, she got, like, thrown up into I thought Olivia got thrown up into. Both of them did. We had this conversation when we were watching the movie. Both oh. of them did. Because um, Natalie and Derek 
is that his name derek david david, david are like out getting some it's at, they're fixing eric because eric gets stabbed and he's like oh he needs sugar natalie go in and get him sugar and that's right. when natalie gets baited down to the basement and then she has the whole scene with mia and mia bites her right and throws up in her mouth and then that's when natalie gets possessed yeah okay so i feel like we were a little jumbled yeah um also like mia cuts her tongue in half <laughs> Um, and then like David comes in and then, uh, I guess he like, he's trying to like comfort her, like tell her that she's like to chill. Um, and Mia, Mia says it's the demon voice and she says, Mia's not here. You idiot. Your sister's being raped in hell. Yeah. Um, and then she's, (laughs) what, what she says like, why don't you come down here so I can suck your cock, pretty oh, boy, yeah. or something oh like that? And then he like kicks her in the face, and then like closes the door and chains it up, chains it up by like nailing the inside of the door, <laughs> and then like putting chains. It, Which it, we've, I think we looked at it closely. I think they just put it on top of the door. It doesn't extend that's what past it looks the like. door. Yeah, I don't know. It's like in a movie, you know, when somebody's like hammering boards onto a door and right. then somebody just like opens it up. Like that's what those chains would have done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, he finds, he goes and finds Eric and Eric is sitting in front of a trash can with a fire in it and you look inside the trash can and you see that it's he's trying to burn the book of the dead um but uh the book doesn't burn (laughs) as eric says come on this isn't like censorship rules yeah get out of (laughs) here the pta doesn't burn books (laughs) right you need to go back to grad school (laughs) sorry that's a Donnie Darko quote. You dipped like right really, into it. It's like not even a major part of the movie. That's just like <laughs> right. It's a it's great like, part of the movie, the though. Meeting. That lady is a star. Katie, <laughs> do you even know who Graham Greene is? I think we have all seen Bonanza. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong, Graham Greene. Great line of dialogue. Um, I'm so sorry. So, so Eric, Eric tells uh david what's gonna happen he's like his knowledge from the book is that um the demon needs five souls and once they get to five the sky will bleed and the abomination will rise um and then it cuts to natalie in the kitchen with the electric knife which they set up earlier by huh they show she's like cutting like a fucking like roast beef or some shit and i was like harish i'm sorry um if we went camping would we make that (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) no we would not we did go pancake camping camping and sam just made pancakes for everyone (laughs) i made them in a sheet pan ahead of time and froze them (laughs) You didn't make everyone a roast dinner with an electric <laughs> knife. Yeah. It kills it. And they just needed to set up the electric knife. But it's just so yeah. stupid because I'm like, why would they cook that? Right. <laughs> I um. was thinking that too. And then, like, it was one of those things where I was like, that's such a stupid thing. And then I saw the knife and I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ. But they set it up. She's the one who's cutting the fucking, like, roast beef. And they, because they set it up. And so now she, like, 
her skin's all changing and gross, and she's like, oh, no, got to cut off my arm. Yeah. Uh, so she so fucking does. She cuts off her arm. It's it's like the the infection spreads like visibly, like but not as fast as in the original yeah. where it spreads from her leg. Oh, and from when she's she's like about to go do it, and Mia's like peeked out from underneath the like uh, basement Mm-mm. thing, and she's like, "Don't do it! <laughs> don't don't cut it off." Which is funny in the trailer, the the video. I know I always reference the trailer. I love the trailer. It was a good trailer. Anyways, she was sa- in the trailer. She says, "Do it," uh, but in the movie, she says, "Don't don't do, do it. it." So just uh. a little Easter egg. Um, but anyways, so fucking Natalie cuts her arm off, and it's gross. Yeah. <gasps> it oh, and the worst part is she doesn't get it all the way uh, off. So yeah. David and Eric come back. And her arm is just like hanging on by a hanging, and Ugh. she's Ugh. like, "I had to do it. I feel better now." And then it like flops onto the floor, and it's so gross. Right, it's like pulling down. That yeah, honestly, it's stretchy. Is, Ugh. That's Busting. that's not even the worst arm removal right. in the movie, in There's my one opinion. Later There's on another that's worse. one that's worse. Um, you think? Yeah. I think I would rather cut my end. arm off than do what Mia did. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever, we'll get we'll, we'll get to get that. We'll get to it. Um I so think well from my perspective, the way it just falls flops. off at the yeah. end that that is I so mean, much worse. But by that point, I don't think there's any nerves connecting. So <sighs> you don't feel it at that point. I mean, but, you felt it when you were cutting it. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. I don't know. It's anyway, it's fucking so, disgusting. <laughs> Um, before, before, uh, Eric and David find her, Eric tells David that, um, there's three ways to rid the demon, um, live burial, burial, dismemberment or purification by fire. And then they find Natalie, uh, and also she's nail gunning herself. Well, God. so they find her and then they're like, oh, we're going to make you better. And they like wrap her up and everything. And then, um, they're like chatting and then Natalie comes to and has the nail gun. So there's like yeah. a little bit of a beat, right. but then she like nail guns her fucking face. Yeah. And Ugh. then she starts shooting them with the nail gun. Start shooting Eric she with gets, the nails. Eric gets a cup. Uh, so David gets a couple on his knee and he like peels them out, but Eric gets shot a lot. And like one of them, he's like trying to shield himself and it, sh- and it pins his hand to his chest. And like, as he's leaning down, he has to pull it out so he can move his fucking hand. Thomas, quit that. Um, and it's disgusting. And so once again, Eric's getting got. Yeah. So Eric gets beaten with a crowbar. Yeah. Did so then, that? so then he, David, they get the, nail gun away and then eric's like david get the gun before she does and so he's going to get it but then they hear like the dragging of the cr- she has a crowbar now yeah and she like hits i want to say she hits she david hits a david, couple of yeah. times yeah and then she goes over to eric and he once again goes to shield himself and then she oh god she like brings the crowbar down and it lands like in between his middle finger uh, and ring finger and literally rips uh, the ring finger and pinky finger down and like off of his hand but oh it's my like God. crooked yeah. and disgusting yeah so like that's another beating eric has taken for bringing this shit on right um, and then i think david shoots her doesn't he uh david shoots her hand off yeah yeah um and then he pours gasoline everywhere to burn it all um 
when Mia starts singing uh the the song Maybe. Yeah. What was the song? It's it's a made up song. Um Fede Alvarez has a credit for writing it. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like a s- lullaby. Yeah. Um, but it's the same tactic that so the demon uses in the does, other movies. Does Eric pass out or something at this point? Eric's kind of out of it. Yeah, Eric's bit. out of it. And then he goes... So David goes down... Oh, he, he preps. He's got to start yeah. taking care of Mia. And, like, he preps to, like, bury her. Right. And then he goes down there, and there's just kind of a little bit of a... A kerfuffle. Um, Not a kerfuffle. He, uh, yeah, yeah. And then Eric somehow saves him. I don't remember. So, I was kind of out of it. Yeah, everyone's dead. Um, and David is like prepping to burn the house. Or um, wait, David, Eric's not dead. Eric's the one well, that tells him Eric he has to kill. Seems Mia. dead. Yeah, Eric seems dead at, at this point. Um, uh, my notes. <laughs> I do not remember this, but I have written down chainsaw, chainsaw shit. Yeah, cause they he goes out to get stuff from the shed to prep for when he's gonna do the Mia thing, and he like looks over and the chainsaw's right there, and then the shot like moves down to where the car battery is. Yeah. He, so it like teases you with the yeah. chainsaw, and which then, is the opposite of Evil Dead, where like it's missing. Right. Um, and then uh. He makes a defibrillator using like syringes and the car, like battery. car battery. Yeah. Um and then he goes down to get Mia. Um and Mia is like hiding, but then uh at this point like it's been raining so hard that the basement is flooding. Um and Mia tries to drown David, but then Eric shows up and like hits her and like saves um uh david and eric's like you have to kill mia um so he grabs mia then then eric dies and then eric dies yeah he gets mia and then goes takes her upstairs and like digs um he buries her uh oh there's the he's like burying her you oh yeah 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 He's like, she's like, you know, dead. And then he's like, the f- the camera follows the shovel as it's bringing dirt in. Right. And it brings it over. She's she's out cold. Goes over, grabs some dirt, brings it over. Her eyes are open. She's awake. Yeah. And then she's like, David. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and then she's like, why do you hate me? Yeah. And then she's going on about how like David fucked up and like didn't care for their mom. And their right. Mom was he so left confused. them. Yeah. And she's like trying to make him feel bad and he buries her and. Then, oh, the bush got struck with lightning and it was on fire. Yeah. And then he buries her and then the fire goes out when her heart stops. Right. Weird little line. Or weird little, like, uh, detail they put into there. Yeah. But I guess it's like a Jesus thing. <laughs> so he sees the burning bush get put out and then he digs her up and takes her out. And then he, like, stabs her with the defibrillator, defibrillator that he makes. And then. Is it yeah. like a burning bush, like a Jesus thing? Yeah, so did in someone just say that? Yeah, it's weird. She, she said I Jesus. Like, thing. Our little Jesus thing. I'm so sorry. Um, I checked out for a second. It's in the Bible. Uh, like Moses gets talked to. Uh, like God talks to Moses through a burning bush at one point. Like 
Moses goes into this place and then he sees a burning bush and then the burning bush talks to him and is like, Hey, it's me, God. You have to make some Ten Commandments or some shit. Welcome um, to our podcast where someone says something and then ten seconds later the person who wasn't paying attention <laughs> says the same thing. Um Thanks for telling me. So, Sorry I did that. No worries. <laughs> um uh, so yeah, so like he tries to save her with the defibrillator, and it doesn't work. Like she's still dead, and he gets up, and walks away, and you know that's the end of the movie. That's how the movie ends. Nope. Just yes, kidding. Nope. Nope. She wakes. She what? wakes up, and she's back to more normal. And she's like, David, and <laughs> and then they are back happy together and that's where the movie ends um and then they're just happy they hug nope and uh, <laughs> well, well okay so david goes in to get the car keys to leave he gets the car keys to leave and he's looking at this photo of all of their friends and it's a great <laughs> final shot and the credits roll <laughs> And then David gets hit by um, Eric, who's behind him. Eric shows up behind, like, Eric has now been possessed. And shows up behind David, stabs David, and then, um, and then there's a fight between Eric and David. Um, and then, like, uh, like, Mia hears David. Mia's standing out on the porch, and she, like, looks inside. She opens the door and looks inside, and uh david's running out um and uh he like gives me the keys and he's like um uh get out of here and then he like closes the door and locks her out um and then he turns around he has the gun he like eric like hits him and like or eric's walking up to him but like david is like he's been stabbed and he like can barely move and he lifts up the um the gun and he shoots a gas canister right? and he shoots a gas canister and then the house starts burning and um everyone like mia gets saved and she's fine and then it ends and nope. then there's credits no it's not hey uh just kidding a really really good bit <laughs> uh just and then she kidding finds the necklace laying she on the finds ground. the necklace from the beginning that's supposed to help her save her uh like help her will or something yeah empower her can will do, or whatever can you keep doing just kidding i'm worried that came out like i really <laughs> didn't like what this was but i'm like i really i really do <laughs> yeah um and well so she finds the necklace and she's happy but it starts like she looks down uh, at it and she's holding it in her hands and then one drop falls from the sky and lands and it's blood. red it's blood and oh, then the no. clouds like break out and this like blood starts raining from the sky and apparently the demon got five souls which i don't get did it technically get mia's yeah it, i mean did it get mia's and david's yeah because it would need mia's and david's because well, they also he technically died by fire <laughs> yeah so and, and he, so, so did he's Eric, terrified. So I don't know. I don't get it. It's just like an extra fight at the end. Or was it the woman at the beginning? I don't know. I don't was know the math wrong? with all this, to be yeah, honest. 
she also got purification by over, fire. Is it five souls um, over time, maybe? <laughs> five souls. <laughs> Dude, was it like, okay, we've had a really slow first half, and let's really pick it up in the second. Like, right. get more for all of them. <laughs> we got like two, like, 30 years ago. So now let's get the other three. Um, but anyway, uh, it's raining blood and then like the ground is like mushy and then like a hand pops out. Classic shot. A freaking, it's, it's the shot from the opening, from the poster poster. of the original. That has no, the poster of the original one has like no context for the movie. It's just a sick ass post with an actress pictured in it who's not in the movie. But anyways. Um, and then like in a a humanoid creature crawls out from under the ground and starts chasing Mia. Um, She's the, whatever. The abomination. abomination. Yeah. So Mia goes to the shed, hides. She finds the chainsaw. The actress who plays the abomination, this is her only acting credit. (laughs) She's just, that's just her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, she finds the chainsaw, the classic iconic chainsaw. Hell yeah! Finally comes back to save the day. And then she, the true hero of the series, she the chainsaw, crawls like behind some boards. Yeah, she like crawls into like uh, like the, the between wall. the wall, and the abomination starts stabbing, stabbing. a machete oh. through the wall uh, and this, slices Mia a couple times. Every time real I forget hard. about this, like she gets like cut like on the top of her knee. And it uh, like drags and every time it like through, ugh, it's so hard to watch, but um, yeah, breaks out of the shed through yeah. the wall. She cuts the demon's legs with, or she hides under the car, and does the classic hiding under the car and cutting your um, opponent's Achilles. legs off. Yeah, but oh. she she pulls the uh, um, chainsaw and like cuts the demon's legs off, and then she like cr- try uh tries to crawl out from under the car but the demon like flips the car um and it like lands she just barely makes it away right but leaves her arm her one hand is stuck under the car um and And the chainsaw is just out of her reach on the other side they show like the frame very clearly like half severed her arm like it crushed a gape like a a gash into it yeah and like there's i mean clearly some broken bones so like it it like her arms like kind of half done right and she like she just pulls her arm out just like pulls you know i think you guys are right yeah this arm thing is worse (laughs) yeah yeah i reject my earlier opinion i think it's worse because she just watch you watch it stretch yeah you watch it's her like rubbery and it stretches out her, uh, yeah yeah i i i can't <laughs> um she pulls her arm out and, and you know, then she's like screaming but like she's not really she's ripping her arm off i would have blacked out like yeah. there's no way you oh don't go God, into shock yeah. if you're doing for that. sure yeah um, didn't the guy 127 hours pass out a couple times like she oh, wouldn't have made yeah. it through that yeah but Sam, he had 127 hours to do that. She only had like two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and she's probably pumped through it with adrenaline. <laughs> and then she... Apologies go out to the 127 hours guy that was tasteless. Aaron Ralston. Yes. Thanks, Arish. <laughs> um... <laughs> Can we cut that? I don't no. Want to, like, that was fucking hilarious. To the 127 hours guy. <laughs> 
Yeah, and so she, and then she reaches the final stage of evolution of a Evil Dead protagonist, where she is now one-handed and puts her chainsaw on that hand <gasps> and oh uses God. it. Yeah, she like hooks it. Yeah. yeah, she like hooks her hand into the chainsaw and then uses it to slice the demon in half, and she says, "Go back to hell, bitch." And, and then, then the demon, yeah. And then the demon dies and the sinks into the ground. And then the red blood stops raining. Happy sunshine. And she picks up the neck fl- necklace and the sun's out and she's safe and she starts walking away. And then the book closes and there's titles. I just want to say I want to see a credits. fucking sequel to this because I want to know how Mia handled talking to the cops. <laughs> <laughs> But whatever. It's just going to be Evil Dead 2 again. She's just going to be by herself. <laughs> but, um, and then there's long credits. And then if you're a good <gasps> little moviegoer. Oh my God. Oh my God. At the end of the credits, there's the audio recording. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Like in the last part of the credits, the audio is like the the professor's audio recording from the original series. And then you get like a very shadowed bruce campbell real close up right and he nice gives a l- silhouette gives a little laugh and then he's like groovy and then that's it that's the end i tip my hat to you bruce campbell that's some king shit right there mm-hmm. it is and then that's the movie that's the because i know everyone was thinking the whole time wait this isn't an evil dead movie where the fuck is bruce campbell but then they were like don't worry he's been right here the whole time right um yeah and that's where the movie ends uh and yeah i i don't know it's it's like it's really really hard to watch because of how good the like gore effects are Mm -hmm. um and like they they take the whole evil dead stuff like very seriously and make it into like a serious horror like horror movie so, fun fact, this was written by Fede Alvarez and Rodo Sayags. I don't know how to pronounce that last name. But they co-wrote the script, but both of them, um, for both of them, English is not their first language. So, the script was doctored by Diablo Cody to <gasps> Americanize no the dialogue. Diablo Cody, fucking genius. Oh, yeah. God, can't be trusted. Oh, my God. Yeah, she Americanized the dialogue in in the movie. So, I love her. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Uh, she's so good. That's a great fact. Yeah. Um, also, the Ashes car is there, um, and that car is actually Sam Raimi's 1973 Oldsmobile Delta 88. And on Wikipedia, it says this car has appeared in almost all of the movies that Sam Raimi has been involved with over his career. So that's cool. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. So look for that car in Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> it's set in New York. That shit could be anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's a fun fact. Um, but yeah, so... I don't know. What did you guys think about this movie? I already talked about how much I like. I love this movie. Scary. Yeah. I watched this alone, and um, I was like, I don't know how I'm feeling about like super scary. Um, we'll see. Right. 
And then I watched it, and I was like, that was fucking terrifying. Yeah. But I liked it. Yeah, like like I said, like, if this, if someone told me, oh, you should watch Evil Dead, it's by the it's produced by the creators of the original evil dead i'd i'd expect a completely different movie um than this movie turned out being and i i think it's like really like good for like what it tries to do because it definitely like achieves what it's trying to do but it's not really a movie that i would want to watch in that sense um whatever so, well, I'll talk more about that when we do ratings, but let's just go into our segments. Um, what would you do? Molly. Fucking die, I guess. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is there another option for someone like me? Let's really think about that. The answer's no. I'm gonna, like, peep at the book after someone else gets the barbed wire off because I fear both tetanus and packages. So, like... Honestly, there's like no fucking way. Right. How I would die, I don't fucking know. I'd probably get nail gunned. No, I probably would get shot like immediately because I wouldn't be paying enough attention. I'm when she walks in. Jesus. Right. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely be a mix between David and Eric. Like I would be the one who reads the book, but also like I wouldn't I mean, I would be the one reading the book, but I wouldn't say the words out loud even if i did the little pencil trick and like i would not like read the words as i I, that's just so stupid to me that honestly is the most unrealistic part of this movie for me um wait can i ask you a real question yeah let's say we're actually in a cabin you don't think you'd do it for bits i don't know no if if it says don't say it i would not say it i would i would read it like no, I mean. No, if anyone's gonna say it out of our friend group, it's gonna be RG, and we know it. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking right. Sorry for listeners who don't know him, but those who do, <laughs> oh they my know. god, that's awesome. Yeah, he'd be like, I don't know the words. He'd be like, Kata. <laughs> he'd be like doing like a little silly dance and stuff. Right. Oh, what a guy. <laughs> Love you. Um. Um, uh, but yeah, so like, I, I, I also would not be as much of an asshole as Eric is being throughout this whole movie. Um, but yeah, I am definitely dying. Like once it's in there, like I am getting murdered. There's no way. Like if, if, if I, I would have just died from having the car, like crush my arm at the worst. Yeah. I would never try to save myself from I would just a sit there situation. and be like, all right, kill yeah, me. It's done. Take me. Um, I don't relate to any of these characters at all. Huh. <laughs> this It's weird. I just, I yeah. don't know. I don't really see any relation to any of them. Um, but if I was in the cabin, I would definitely die. Um. I would probably, like, get Olivia's fate, to be honest. I don't know why. I just feel like that's how I'd go, which is awful. Ugh, that's the worst. But I feel like that would happen to me. Yeah. I feel like I'd get thrown up. I can't even say it. Thrown up in the mouth. (laughs) Yeah. That's awful. (laughs) That's truly awful. I'm going to throw up right now thinking about it. God. 
Olivia has it the worst for sure. Oh my god, I have like tears in my eyes because I'm trying to hold back. Like, oh god. (laughs) Okay, I'm good. Let's Um, let's just move forward. (laughs) I think the person I relate to most is probably Natalie. Um, Yeah, I mm. guess so. She's trying her best to be supportive. And I think if I knew someone like in a situation like that, um, I wouldn't quite go to like Olivia mode where I'm like being like a fixer about everything. But like I definitely would be supportive. Yeah. Yeah, that is honestly, I think, one of the best strengths of the movie is the situation is, like, super personal and it feels really, like, real that all of these characters would be behaving this way, especially in the setup. Right. And it's just a really, like, cool direction. Um, I really, 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 really liked that. Yeah, I really, I I also, like, really liked, like, they had a solid excuse for being forced to stay in the cabin even when weird Mm -hmm. stuff started happening. There's, like... They have a reason not to trust Mia when she, like, warns them about, like, the stuff. So, like, I think it, like, they did, like, make the... Like I said, they they made it more realistic. They made it a lot more believable. Um, and I think that, like, it, it did achieve what it was trying to go for. Um, what's our next segment? Villain ranking? I think it's also cool because, like, and this is something we didn't really talk about, but it also talks about just, like, kind of the negative effects of addiction and, like, how it, like, impacts your relationship with others. Yeah. And I think that's, like, a cool thing to do, like, when horror movies kind of explore, like, messages and issues like that. Right. And this is kind of, like, part of that, like, new wave of modern horror where, like, horror movies talk about real stuff like that. Yeah. And I I think it works really well for, like, the Evil Dead setup. I really just, I think this part is great mm-hmm yeah yeah and it also goes into like the like their relationship and also like all the friends are like kind of um like standoffish to david because like he they used to be like really close friends but he like left um his family and like hasn't kept in touch with them and like so they don't really trust him either mm-hmm. um and then there's that relationship between um, David and Mia where she's, like, mad at him for not, like, staying with their mom and taking care of their mom. And there's also, like, David being worried about um, his mom going through mental illness and worried that it's passed on to him and Mia and that's why Mia's acting so weird. Um, mm-hmm. So there's, like, definitely, like, a lot of, like, good, like, emotional stuff in this um, that it, like, tries to explore. It's great because it's, like, everything that Mia does is believable for a character who's, like, ad- like addicted right. to drugs and, like, would want to be out of that situation. Yeah. So it's believable that that's what's happening. But because we're the audience who knows that that's not the case, it, like, creates a really interesting dynamic right. between us and all the characters. It's just, it's very, very well done. Right. I kind of went into this movie thinking, no, like, no offense. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of reboots or, like, remakes yeah. or something. I was like, it's going to be good. Like, they probably just made it to update it for a modern audience. Right. And then when you guys said, like, that you really liked the setup about how they did it, like, when we talked about it, I was like, okay, like, I'll be, like, more open-minded about it. And then I, there was, like, my favorite part of the movie was, like, how yeah they, like, really modernized it in a cool way. Yeah. They, they, it's like. <sighs> I expected it to be, like, Friday the 13th remake. Yeah. Like, on <laughs> yeah, one, yeah, yeah, on one end, you can get pissed off because they went so, like, serious, gritty horror with it. But if you, like, actually look at it, you're like, okay, yeah, it's a reboot, whatever, or a remake, whatever. 
if you actually like watch it, it's a good remake. Like it's yeah. a good movie. It yeah. stands on its that, own. Like how Harish says, if it like improves upon the original, it's like okay. And I think this definitely does something different and improves upon him. Yeah, that right. They took and, a different angle. I mean, even if you don't think it like improved upon the original, it mm-hmm. it takes a different angle and like gives it a unique per- perspective that's like worth having. Um, so like there's a reason for this reboot to exist right 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 and it's in can it's like technically in canon with the first movie so it like it's technically also a sequel (laughs) um so yeah uh um i don't know anything else before we do a villain ranking um i guess just like talking more about tone like this is I would say this is one of the scarier movies I've seen. Yeah. I don't know why, but this one really got to me. And it's scary because it's gross. And I don't think I usually yeah. have a hard time with gore. Right. But there was something about this movie that just, like, really, really, it's really grossed me it's out. It's gross. Not, yeah. like, gross in the sense... I mean, yeah, there's, like, blood and stuff. And there's, like, goo and bile and shit involved. But also, they're just in a nasty-ass cabin. Which just yeah. makes it... The stuff that's getting used is old and gritty. Like, it's just particularly, like nasty right and it's it's not it's it's just like you're worrying about tetanus the whole time like it's mom, <laughs> tetanus <laughs> like at best right right at worst right um <laughs> it's tetanus, it's like yeah. really realistic um and uh just even when it's like the rubbery stuff like the arm hanging and like that just like also like still feels gross even though like when she pulls her arm like your your skin probably would not stretch like Mm -mm. rubber um but it's still like you still feel the pain Mm -hmm. um and it just it definitely like focuses on it just enough to like just like gross you out and like really like make you like empathize with what's going on cutting off the face stabbing with like he pulls the like syringe needle out of his eye yeah and we get to watch that that's gross Ugh. um but should we do villain ranking yeah yeah Ooh, I think so. gotta find it i have mine already um i put it as the top of the the deadites list um so that would make it one two 10th um i just think that these are a little more horrific i think it's maybe just because they might be like the same as the ones in the other ones but like they're not silly and i feel like the deaths that they brought on to themselves is like they're they're hard like the other ones were also gross don't get me wrong like and i mean in the original one someone gets stabbed in the heel with a pencil like that's fucking awful but like these are just like fucking shit dude they just look like hell when they're done with them so like i just can't but it's like to me they're basically the same as the other ones too so i can't put them too high up on the list mm-hmm. i also put them um top of the deadites they're number eight on my list um similar reasons to sam um i also think they just look terrifying and i think that the deaths in this one are how sam said just go from like 20 to like a billion yeah and just it's just horrible right um and it, i feel like they were more realistic to what i was scared of and i know that's just like a modernization thing right but um yeah i thought they were great 
I'm putting mine at number seven on my list, which is uh, underneath the Deadites from Evil Dead 2, but above um, the Deadites from Army of Darkness. Um, so they're second in terms of rankings of Deadites. Uh, and I, I think like these are like really cool. I, I, I think I just love the ones from Evil Dead 2. Um, and the more like psychological stuff that happens in Evil Dead 2 with like the laughing and stuff. I, I just like that, um, version of the Dead Eyes where they're all like very taunting him and like messing with his mind. Um, but these I still think are like super effective, um, and like really creepy and really well, uh, like definitely <laughs> my second favorite of the series. Very cool. Um, do we want to get into regular ranking? Like, what are we going to rank out of? Uh, ooh. What? What is something that's, like, specific to this movie? Drugs. <laughs> Needles. Yeah. Syringes. Uh, oh, God. Uh, that could be a good one. Meat. Meat sauce. <laughs> the, what is it? The meat. little meat knife. The electric knife. Um, electric knives. Electric knives. What is something? Dead cats hanging from the ceiling. God, I was gonna say dead dogs. Hurry. Wow, this movie has dead cats and dead dog. Oof. Um, Aww. Grandpa, RIP. Grandpa. Um. Well, there really isn't like a standout prop here, is there? We've already used like all the regular Evil Dead <laughs> ones. Yeah. Wait, what was that car? Uh. I don't know. Oldsmobile. Oldsmobile. Something like, 88. Wait, can we do it of 10 Bruce Campbell and credit groovies? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sure, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> okay. I'm okay with that. Out of 10 Bruce Campbell and credit groovies, I'd probably give this the movie an 8. I thought it was really good. Um, It was fucking scary, and it made me think a lot about my relationships with my friends. And I liked it. <laughs> I'll also give this an eight, but um, I uh, I think one like caveat to that is I think it's like a really well done movie and like definitely deserves an eight. But this is definitely not like a movie that I love to rewatch. Yeah. The first time I watched it, I wrong. Well, the first time I watched it, I don't didn't really remember it i i I don't know we watched it with a couple people we were probably like it was just like a vibe yeah um the second time i watched it i remember noticing how horrible i think the first time i probably just wasn't really paying attention but the second time i like remember noticing how gory it was um and then this time i like went in expecting it to be super gory and then like again like it it was just as gory um so i don't like watching this movie just because of the the gore stuff is the specific kind of gore stuff that like really like affects me mm-hmm. um so yeah. so it it's like deserves an 8 but i probably am not going to rewatch it unless like samantha decides she wants to watch yep. it or something like that um I agree. like it's not a movie that i would decide to put on Y'all are- crazy um i I am gonna give this movie a nine i don't think it's perfect 
Um, it's kind of crazy. I like part of me wants to give it a 10, but I'm not going to because I know objectively it's not a 10. But uh, it gets a nine for me because I love this movie. <laughs> I don't know. There's certain details about it that I like to make fun of. And there's yeah. like aspects of it that are like kind of crazy. But like if I want to watch like a gory movie, this is my go to movie. Right. Like a lot of people like to watch Saw and stuff like this is the movie that I go to is the Evil Dead remake. And because like when people are when I'm talking about to people about like horror movies and stuff and if they are looking for a like, oh, yeah, like I want like a, a like a horror movie to watch. I'm like, all right, like watch Evil Dead 2013. Yeah. Like it's my go to because it's I think it's a really well set up story. I think that the cinematography and the editing are really well done. Um, like they're probably not perfect, but like when we were watching it last time we were, and I was like, oh wow, this is like good. Like I mentioned that, um, I think the acting is pretty good except for Eric. Um, I think I just have a problem with Eric. Um, I don't know. I, I also, this is just like a near and dear to my heart. Like I've seen this with a lot of, I've watched this movie with so many different people in my life. Yeah. So it's just like a through line for me. So like I, I'm a little biased on it. Right. And I just really like this fucking movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it's a good movie. Um, You made me think. So like you said that this is what you would recommend recommend to just a random person who's like, I want to watch something scary. What do you recommend? I want, if they're like, I want to watch like a, a horror, like a scary, scary fucked up scary movie. movie. Yeah. Um, I think for me that would be sinister. Ah, is if if like oh, someone that's who a good one. if someone <laughs> who, entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I think if it's someone who's like not super into movies, um, so like probably not gonna want to watch like The Witch or something. Yeah. Like someone who's like into mainstream movies but wants to watch something that they will find scary. That's a good. I I would anyway. say this sinister. This, is, this I will say like this is like I need to know that they're looking for like. Gruce, gory, gory. Yeah. like if yeah. they're not looking for gory i'm not going to recommend it but if they if they specifically express like i want to watch like a fucked up scary movie this is the one i don't go to saw i go to this yeah well yeah, i mean saw is different i, that, I, I tried to explain that to somebody somebody was talking saw to isn't me. even that gory this, i was talking to this lady i'm not going to get into the backstory of how i was talking to this lady but she was like oh i don't like those like torture porn and i was like first of all the first saw is different yeah <laughs> And I like started to go on a tangent. I was like, she does not give a shit about right. me talking about this. Um, but anyways. Um man, I, I had something I wanted to say, but it just slipped my mind. Um what was it? I don't know. <laughs> um, let's just go into recommendations. Oh shit, I forgot. God damn it. Well, I guess we've been talking about Saw, so I'm going to say Saw. I'm going to say Sinister. <laughs> um, uh, the rest of the Evil Deads. Yeah, I mean, the rest of the Evil Deads, but those aren't really the same as this kind yeah, of movie. Yeah, but they're still the same franchise. Yeah. Uh Oh, I think I mentioned it on other Evil Dead uh, episodes, but Drag Me to Hell. Drag me to hell. A more yeah. modern Sam Raimi that's gonna have m- the scares in it are gonna be some more similar. I'm trying to think of other like really gory, like hard to watch movies, and I can't think of anything. Like even Saw isn't really that hard to watch. Oh, 
Gerald's Game. Oh, there's some hand stuff in that, too. Gerald's Game has a scene that is incredibly hard to watch um, by Mike Flanagan. It's about this woman who goes like into a cabin with her husband and the husband decides he wants to try some sex stuff and like um well i guess they've been doing it they Um, well no they're spicing things up oh really okay well he he uh, like handcuffs her to a bed and then he has a heart attack and dies and on top of her does he die on top of her yeah he does she like has to push him off um but yeah, so she's chained to the bed by herself. Like no one knows. I mean, I guess people know, but they don't expect her to be in a dangerous situation. And also, like she can't reach a phone. She's just like sitting there, handcuffed to the bed, and the whole movie is just her like freaking out and dealing also with her trauma and stuff. Um, and it's it's a great movie, but there is a scene at the very end that like is the super gross um i don't know molly do you have any um i have a couple if we're talking about gore um audition from 1999 um i wouldn't recommend that movie though for people to watch i'm just saying it because i knew it would get a rise out of you too because you've guys seen it when i went into that i was like i know this movie's bad but not like bad but like like there's some aspects of it that are hard for some people yeah and i remember I would, for most of it i was like this is fine i actually don't remember that movie right. a ton, I, but I, I don't do remember, actually think it's that bad i do remember there was something about it that gave me like a real visceral like ugh. there is like like the difference with this one this i think honestly evil dead i think is the most gory most hard to watch movie i've seen um like in terms of actually makes me uncomfortable and like th- it I want to look away for a large part of the movie. Whereas like a lot of other movies like this have like one or two scenes. And even in audition, there's like, like a couple scenes that are very gory and hard to watch. But the rest of the movie is not like it's, it's weird and creepy. Um, but it's, it's not that bad. My other recommendation is Tucker and Dale versus evil. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. That's a fucking classic. That is great. Oh, I guess that cabin in the woods is good. Cabin in the woods. Yeah. Um, also don't breathe. Same director. Oh, yeah, don't yeah. breathe. Same director, same lead actress. Another gory movie I saw that kind of fucked me up is called the loved ones from 2009. Um, I think it's Australian. I don't remember. There was some gory stuff, and it, like, really kind of grossed me out. Right. Um, also, this is a recommendation for Sam and her Harish. Please watch Queen of the Damned. Please watch it. I know. Okay. I know. I know. I beg you. I need to. Yeah. I just watched it, like, a couple weeks ago. I, mean, I don't even know how long ago it was. Maybe, like, a week ago. And it, like, fundamentally changed me. <laughs> it is, like... I think the sexiest movie of all time. I don't think there will ever be a sexier movie. Wow. That's exactly what I want out of a, <laughs> a Vampire Chronicles film. Someone described nice. it as a two-hour Evanescence music video. They're not wrong, but that's hot. Okay. It's excellent. Harish, I cannot... Words cannot express how sexy this movie is. I'm and down. I know when you describe things as sexy using the word sexy, that it's, like, not sexy, but... <laughs> This movie is. 
Yeah. Okay. I'll definitely watch that. We're gonna watch it. Um, I'm not like try. Sam is like. I hear it in your voice. I've told Sam to watch this. Like, this is like the second time this month. I'm so. I need to watch it. I've. It's been sitting on my shelf for a fucking year, just waiting. Also, speaking of things that happened a year ago, um, we went to Cedar Point or Kings Island. I forget which oh, one. Oh yeah. A year ago yesterday it was king's island i think yeah that did happen oh my god memories super bummed out the hollow weekends aren't real <gasps> um, i'm sorry can we before we wrap up i just saw i just read a fun fact uh sam Raimi, rob tapper or whatever i don't know bruce campbell confirmed that this film is set in the same continuity as the original trilogy and their plan was to make an army of darkness 2 a sequel starring Mia and it's gonna it would be a final film with Ash and Mia teaming up to fight the Deadites, which probably explains why he was at the end of it. Yeah. But they passed on it and so then they made the show instead. Wow. That's oh man. I I would have been interested interested in watching those. That would be great. Also I wanna see I how they would like mesh like the goofiness of Bruce Campbell's version with Mia's like awful horror. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That would have been cool. Uh, so oh, another thing I do think is cool. Like it really fucks with like the final girl thing. Cause you think Mia's like going to be the demon that like kills everyone in the end. And like that, the brother as evil dead tradition is the one that like survives is like the man. Right. But then to have him die and Mia, like come back from being a deadite and like, yeah, survive it that's that was really cool i like that right and it's also like it matches ash becoming a deadite and surviving as well mm-hmm. um but yeah uh i mean if that's everything <laughs> we can finish this podcast yeah all right uh, this is the last episode ever um it's been great good night. <laughs> um uh you can find me at not a credit card on everything you can get me on everything as Sayora Shaggy. That's a Scooby-Doo reference. And you can find me on Twitter at Midsummer Queen. And you can follow the show. At Tipsy Terror on Twitter. Tipsy Terror Pod um, at gmail.com. Tipsy Terror.com. Tipsy Terror.rip. Tipsy Terror.wtf. Um, and Tipsy Terror.pub. Dot pube. Uh, and then we are all on, on on all the like podcast platforms and Letterboxd. Stitcher is that one of them? Stitcher, we're on Stitcher, yeah. Are we really? I don't yeah. know what Stitcher is, but it's one of those things that all those podcast people say. Stitcher. It's just a podcast. Streaming. It's just an app, yeah. Um, nice. Uh, st- uh, yeah, and then Facebook, Letterboxd, and that's it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.